On this episode of the AIE Podcast. Time for the town hall. Everyone loves a parade. Love is in the air everywhere. Keep it clean, people. Keep it clean. Zod, looking at you. <laughs> and we talked to three of AIE's most famous segment producers. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 179, the Die Has Been Podcast, broadcasting from beautiful Northern California. This is Gomez, hey, hey, party people. And joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And coming at us from the deep south out in central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings, this is Accuzod. So hey, we have all three hosts yeah. once again this week. Like this is uh, two in a row. We're going to go for four in a row. It's our next goal. And we got to so. give Aludra the purple heart for making it, even though <laughs> she's in pain. We know. Heart you, Aludra. Thank you for being here. Uh, you guys, I can't miss a show. It's like there's this big gap in my week, and I get all sad. And, yeah. No, uh, I understand I miss the that. Podcast and. So what what has been going on with you, Ludra? If I mean besides the the pain. Besides, that you're yeah, yeah, yeah. With. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> what we're going to talk about is the fact that oh my gosh! So now it turns out my whole day is opened up to gaming. Yay. Okay. Well, that's yeah. good. So I, I got a game in with the Nomads and Rift, and that was super fun. Good group of people. We ran around Rift and, you know, did a thing. Did Rift, Rift things. Yeah, did Rift things. I think there were Rifts involved and, you know, purple skin people. And then we I ran with the Secret World on Monday, which was great. We did oh, Secret Worldy things. You finally got in. Oh, my gosh. Fun comp, girl. Um, <laughs> yes, they finally let me in. They, they changed my username. Oh. Yeah. They can change your username? Uh, apparently. I mean, I guess that's not a big deal. It's not like anyone actually sees your username. So it's not like, the, you know, you lost your Aludra handle. So that's not that big of a deal. But that that is well, weird. No Normally. Bob. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't let me know, and so that was a big problem. And now it's like whenever I want to log into the Secret World, like seriously, I have to log into the Funcom account for some reason, change my account um, password for Secret World specifically, then log in with the new one because two hours later it's not going to work. I have done everything smart. I have written it in a document, like and copied. <sighs> wow. This is my new password, and just all the things. And no, it just it does not recognize it later in the day. So, Are you sure somebody else isn't changing it? Hmm? Are you sure Secret World, like the Illuminati, aren't trying to know yeah, do something? Yeah, I think in? they're trying to keep me from the game. Like, it's a secret for me, even. <laughs> That's all so, secret. Yeah. But uh, besides those two MMOIs, I've been playing so much Hex. Like, I I've been beating up strangers in Hex. If you're on and you, you challenge nice. a Ludra and she won, that's me. Down. Okay, it's not, oh, it's not man. like your son. No. Okay, well, no. you said, I, I think there have been some instances where if you are playing X and you get beat, it might not be me. So, okay, oh, but yeah. with X, it no, is no, no. you. No, no, that was, that was, that was Hearthstone. Okay. Hearthstone okay. Eludra is not me. I'm playing Hex. And if, yeah, that's totally me. And I made people cry with my army of rabbits because, oh my gosh, there's rabbits in that game. And they do what rabbits do best by breeding. And I stomp on their face. And it was great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling getting stomped on your face by a rabbit is probably not that painful. Well, uh, they can if kick, you have, have twenty six of them, <laughs> if you have twenty six like I did that one night, <laughs> that was That's great. A lot of rabbits. It was, and they were all biting for three and up. <laughs> wow. So, um, Zod, what about you? What have you been up to in gaming? Oh, it's a uh, wonderful week in the World of Warcraft, raiding with both Furt and Uka Hosen style. Had a great time. My hunter got a 540 bow. I'm so excited. He'd been carrying like a 476 piece of crap. And now he's got this awesome, beautiful bow, and I'm melting faces with it. Uh, I, I put out my first episode of my other podcast, the other podcast I do now, uh, the Heroes of the Storm podcast. And like every episode one, it's complete crap. I don't recommend anyone go listen to it. It's it horrible. happens. It happens. Yeah, the first episode, the first five or six, yeah, they're all kind of, you know, you're still trying to figure it all out. <laughs> you're getting so, the bugs out. But, it's, you know. Yeah. 
<laughs> and to be honest, there isn't a lot of news about Heroes of the Storm, really, that hasn't been out so already for, for months. But wildly. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what we're doing. We're just making stuff up. Did you hear they're all going to be naked in the entire game? No, that's just... Oh. That's, that's a so special great. model that I packs it for. So um, other than that, just just having a blast, enjoying not working as much as I have been for the past few months. Yeah. So, Gomez, what have you been up to? So working a lot, as usual. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I also, um, I thought that I was almost done with Borderlands 2, and I went into, th- like, the guy's base, and nope, not done with the game. Like, it teleport. It's like, nope, you got to do this other thing. So... I'm still thoroughly enjoying the game, but I, it's like, wow, this just keeps going and I haven't done any DLCs yet. So I, that's probably going to go for, you know, a while yet. Um, I also, I just saw a tiny death star just updated today and I've been playing that, which is, you know, is it bigger now. Do they make it a larger death star? Or is it-, it? It's, it's a moderate death star, which is, you oh. know, not a very good game title. Um, <laughs> but I've also been playing uh, starbound. So Alutra pointed me to a Starbound server, but I don't know that it's an official like Frog Pants thing. And I might, I might still mm-hmm. check it out because I don't think that it's like there's no skin off my teeth. But I have gotten to the point that I'm basically, I'm probably the equivalent of in WoW of about level 50. And I have really good armor. I've been able to make the armor, but I found basically level, let's say 30 purple stuff, which I'm still using. And it's kind of inadequate for the areas I've moved to in the game. So I'm like, wait, 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 we don't go for that purple stuff around here. This is sunny D territory. Wow. That was a call out. <laughs> what was that? Like 1992? Oh, no, earlier. Thanks for the obscure call out. That's uh. but yeah, so we're, uh, so I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that. I'm building, you know, my little, my little, you know, encampments and, and it's, you know, it's Minecraft and slash Teleria slash other thing, but it's, it's been a fun game. Um, but yeah, it's, I, uh, for the most part, I'm doing a lot of like tiny Death Star because it's something I can do for 10 minutes and then walk away. I haven't had a lot of time otherwise. And I don't want to hear about iOS games. If I told you about all the iOS games. <laughs> And it's unfortunately raining out, so my road biking has kind of... I'm not that hardcore. There are people that do that. I'm not one of those people. So as soon as the weather clears up, which I hope it doesn't because we need rain. Oh, my word, we need rain here. Yeah. Um, But before I blather for too long, so this week we want to pay homage to the people that add spice and humor to our podcast after that we're done blathering our segment producers. So we don't have enough time to talk to everyone and we will rotate people in as things, uh, as things progress, but uh, we don't, we couldn't rotate or we didn't get to everyone that deserves recognition, but we did trick. Well, we invited them and they, they accepted on short notice. I might add So Aludra kudos and kudos to all of you guys. So all three of, we have three of our segment producers here today. So first, Bringing us the overly dramatic news, we have Hunts the Win. Hunts, what has been going on with you in the gaming world? Well, I've been spending a lot of time uh, raiding with Furt and trying to get my uh, my hunter, my eponius hunter, Hunts the Wind, up to higher and higher gear levels, having a lot of fun with that. Okay, and, don't let him uh, lie to you. His hunter is amazing. I know. Oh, my goodness, the DPS that man puts out. <laughs> I know. I think he's hacked the server somewhere. Ah, uh, no, no, just a... Overly dramatic much, thought. <laughs> overly dramatic DPS, that's what just he's got. Overly dramatic, what can I say? And, and of course, trying to do the, the thing at work where I'm discovering the joys of having everyone deliver their upstream documents to me late. And, of course, my, uh, my uh, due date cannot slip because it's tied to a payment milestone. So Ooh. let's just say that when I'm shooting stuff, I'm imagining all of the folks who are <laughs> really making it difficult for me to get my job done. That's <laughs> oh, how you do it. All right, that's so the that's DPS secret. secret. Wow. Okay, so we have covering all your etiquette needs on Ask Miss Mulgra. We have with us Miss Mulgra. How is it going? Thrumka, and welcome yes! to a podcast. I was hoping it's not actually my own. I was hoping you do that. <laughs> That's so awesome. So, what has been going with you in the gaming world thus far, or in the past, you know, couple months? Well, my uh, main, actually, I two mains that I play, uh, one, both are hunters, which is silly, but it's true. Hunter Jewel, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, and been trying to gear them up. They're not, um, neither one of them is actually at the, the stage where they, they 
be much used to a, a real actual raid. So I've been doing LFR and and um, a lot of farming actually, trying to level the uh, get my cooking all leveled up, so I can make some tables and all that sort of good stuff. Okay. Hey, that's a mage's job. <laughs> Oops. You're trying to do us out of a job here. Oh, come on. People just want mages for portals. Everyone knows that. <laughs> we got some teamsters want to talk to you over here. And I'm still at a stage where I'm dying a lot on the Timeless Isle as well. I like to um, I like to catch on fire, you know, trying to um, get that rep up. And I'm pretty good at that. Oh, yeah. That's brilliant, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Love it. Oh, rep grinds. How we both love and hate you, I guess. No, no, there's no love. No, there's no love there. Don't lie. And so finally, the man who brings us his random ramblings on Buxley's journal, we have Buxley. Hi. <laughs> how how have things been going in, uh, in, I'm assuming, the world of Warcraft, among other games? Mostly the world of Warcraft. It's been going very well. I just got my legendary cloak. Oh, Ooh, wow. Congrats. Ooh, grats. And that took forever. And uh, other than that, I'm running around in uh, Northrend right now, doing all the raid dungeons and all that stuff that I never did back then with one of my friends who were just two-manning everything in there, trying to get all the achievements done for that. Now, oh, how fun. Yeah, no, honestly, like sometimes that's almost more fun. It's like, oh, this isn't epic level content, but oh, I remember this being a huge pain in the butt. Let's go back and just ruffle stomp this boss. <laughs> no, but I've never seen that stuff because oh, okay. I never raided. Oh, okay. So it's so it's even better. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, getting to see new content without having to buy, you know, an additional expansion is great. So yeah, that's, there's, <laughs> when you join it, when you aren't raiding, yeah, the, the content just stacks up whether or not you're, doing it and so when you when you get to max level you can do some of the older stuff it is it is rather nice so we will be putting the thumb screws to these three shortly but first let's cover this week's news aie news as we mentioned last week it is time for another aie town hall meeting this is when the leadership of the aie gaming community gathers together to answer for their crimes I mean, no. Wait. They tell us what's happening in the world of AIE. That was a silly typo. <laughs> Sorry about that. I, I must have slipped. <laughs> yep. The town hall will be held on our Ventrilo server on Saturday, February 22nd at 9 p.m. Eastern and is open to all AIE members across all of our games. Be warned. We tend to fill up all 400 slots on the server. So anybody who regularly uses the server for groups and raids that at that time might need to make alternate plans. We're very sorry about that, but it kind of can't be helped. Yeah, even with a 400-slot server, we have people who can't get in. So, mm -hmm. um, I've meant to add, by the way, we do record it and we do post it. So if you do miss it, if you're working, don't worry, you'll be able to hear it. Now, can you believe it's been seven years already? This month, we will celebrate the seventh anniversary of the founding of AIE in World of Warcraft. We're going to celebrate with a grand parade to take place at the Sunspire on Sunstrider... Sunstrider... Words are hard. On Sunstrider Isle on Wednesday, February 12th, starting at 930 9, p.m. Did you believe I wrote this stuff? <laughs> yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, this is not strange words that Zod has not seen before. Zod writes most of the news items. I'm just, I'm just going to... Words that has seen before. So... Bring your fanciest armor, your coolest pets, your most spectacular mounts, and let's remind Earthen Ring that we are a force to be reckoned with and have been for seven years. Seven <laughs> years. So, wedding bells, wedding bells are in the air at Azeroth. Two members of the AIE community have decided to tie the knot, at least in game, and you are invited. Join Yummy Bear and Juniper as they join their authenticators together. Wow, that's... That's kind of questionable, Zod. <laughs> On February 11th at 11 p.m. server time, which is Eastern Standard Time, at the Fairy Circle in Tearsfall Glades. Reception to follow. Is this like a druid wedding? Is it going to be some crazy pagan sure. thing going they on have, there? <laughs> there's a very beautiful announcement on the forums, but not much more detail than that. It's one of those okay. you just have to show up to see it. Yeah, show up. They find don't look out. Druish. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, nice. Sorry. Nice. <laughs> well done, sir. Well, it's an old callback to the movie... Spaceballs. Space if people yeah. don't know that movie, they, <laughs> they should. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so this really is the month of love, and there's no better way to express that than to share it with friends and frenemies, because we like to make up words. AIE WOW members can join us on February 15th at 2 p.m. server server time for the Love is in the Air event, where couples in-game and real life can express their love for each other in front of the entire guild and a special guest master of ceremonies. Ooh. And where else would you expect to find such a romantic event than the most romantic setting in all of Azeroth? The cathedral in Stormwind. Oh. Of course, this means we needed a lot of support. Because the people in Stormwind are very selfish about their cathedral. Totally. I mean, ah! Oh. So grab your loveliest battle axe and prepare for your most, your most emotional spells and help us share our love with the Alliance, who, again, just, just can't share a very pretty spot to be having... You know, romantical no, moments. Ordered all to themselves. I know, and we're the horde. Exactly. So. Ah, all right, we share ours. Totally, they're welcome. Come on in. Really, it's a trap. For you AIE Star Trek Online players, Perfect World is also showing you some love with a special bonus to Lithium Mining Weekend event. So power up your spaceship and fly it backwards towards the nearest mine or asteroid field, <laughs> and fill up your wallet. So for, for those of you uh, that are playing Star Trek Online, it is also the fourth anniversary. They're doing a ton of stuff in game. So make sure and check that out. Uh, it, there's there's a lot of rewards that are happening for the next couple months. So uh, definitely if you're playing STO, you probably already know this. But remember, free to play, jump on in there. If you, it's, it's a fun game. Uh, if you got the time, jump on in there. There's no cost to you and you can have a lot of fun. And I bet you you'll fly your spaceship forwards is. Well, yeah, you know, m most likely. I think Zod was, I think Zod was poking fun. I, I, I'm no. not positive on this. Really? Zod mocking me. Yeah, to be fair, I'm the one who couldn't figure out how to turn my spaceship in Eve. I just kept okay. going in straight line. No one can hear you go beep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> can I ask you? Yeah. <laughs> nice. So uh, Samantha Jane reminds all of the AIE Final Fantasy members to please be considerate and not flood the company vault, which the company is like, the free company is like a guild, uh, with cheap, useless knickknacks. She's just finished giving it a good spring cleaning a few months early and will turn an extremely grumpy face on anyone who messes it up again. She didn't throw out any of the bloody weapon parts, dust bunnies, or fledgling dew. Do you mean doo-doo? I don't know what fledgling do is, uh, Zod. <laughs> I don't know. She said it was there. Okay. So if you're looking for any of those wonders, please help yourself. So this is kind of uh, this is kind of the case in any of our games, folks. Uh, remember, the guild bank tabs or the free company tabs cost money. So if you divide the amount of money that was spent by the slots that are available, if your item is not worth X... Probably don't put it in the bank. So we don't need troll sweat in the WoW guild banks. Like the, there's just certain things that maybe you could just hang on to or maybe just sell to a vendor. Just keep just in mind yourself. those are kind of reserved for things that maybe are a little more rare or materials that can be used to make stuff. Just sort of keep that in mind. We want to keep Samantha Jane happy. Come on. Come on, yeah, folks. It's, it's not this no difficult. She She's the queen of hugs. Like, we, we need to make sure we keep her happy. I don't know what happens if we don't. So let's let's keep Nobody that in Nobody's ever crossed that line. Please do not be that person. <laughs> I, I'd actually be afraid, you know? Seriously. Oh, All by right. the way, Max, uh, sorry, Max just put out a shout in the chat room saying the Swotar Guild Bank could use some more blue milk. <laughs> okay. Don't wow. worry, get blue milk, but... So Max, that's that's on you, Max. It, let it be stated wow. that I, I am a witness that Zod is quoting you from the yes. uh, from the chat room here. I will not be held responsible for this. <laughs> Would I lie? Yes. <laughs> meetups. Here are the meetups that are currently listed on the AIEMeetup.com site. There's a raid on Chino Banditos in Phoenix, Arizona for Sunday, February 9th at 6 p.m. There's the Rocky Horror Picture Show gathering in Los Angeles, California on February 22nd at midnight. Gomez, you are being annoying. Meet up at PAX East in Boston, Massachusetts on Friday, April 11th at 10 a.m. Meet up at AwesomeCon in Washington, D.C. Friday, April 18th at 3 p.m. And Dave and Buster's meet up in Philadelphia, 
PA looking for date recommendations because they're just not sure. If you're anywhere near these meetups, hit up the AIEmeetup.com site and RSVP. Even better, start your own meetup because AIE, we're all about hugs. Seriously, guys, why are you teasing me so much? Oh, and also, I apologize. So if you edit in the Google document while someone is talking, it puts a little flag saying telling the person, but the flag is usually over top of what they're trying to read. And Phoenix mm -hmm. was spelled wrong. I had to fix Sorry. it. My OCD cost me. I appreciate that. I really. But there's a flag saying Gomez is here. And then hey. he moves it down a line as I move down a line while reading it. And so, it's Gomez is here. Is and it's like... Right. Yeah, so I ap I apologize. That's why I was being annoying. Well, among other reasons, but that's that's the most <laughs> obvious one. So with that, we want to get back to our three guests here who, who are awesome. we want to find out why do they keep doing this? Because we know the pay is good. So, I mean, that's oh that's obviously God. one reason. So, 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 uh, uh, Hunts, why don't, why don't yeah. you tell us about yourself, how you got started doing this? I, I know that you took over a segment and you've mm -hmm. continued it, which is fantastic. Tell totally. us, tell us how that, tell us how that's been going for you. Well, I, I got into AIE fairly early in the game after the, uh, you know, the, the previous guild name, but, uh, you know, I, I've been playing Diablo and I always try to find guilds that are, are, are friendly and, and helpful. And so I, I did a lot of web searching and, and I started listening to the instance. I said, oh, I'm going to try to join this guild. So I got in the guild and then I was off doing other things and didn't really do a lot with the tune for a couple of years. And then I said, oh, yeah, I want to get this hunter up. So I came in and started working on the hunter and then, uh, you know, of course, continuing to listen to the instance and enjoying. I was one of those who always listened to the to the end, and so I was hearing, you know, Akuzad doing the, the early, you know, overly dramatic news the early years. I was listening to Ask <laughs> Buxley. I was listening to Patrick's mod of the week, and you know, it, it's one of those things where I always said to myself, I, I could probably do that, but you never really get to the point where it's like, okay, there's you got to set up a website, you got to do this, that, that. Oh, that's just too much work. And then Accuzad is like, well, here, I can send a segment to Accuzad. Maybe he'll put it on. So he, he put on a segment of mine on Overly Dramatic News, and I did one or two others. And then, you know, Accuzad decided that he wanted to step back from it. And so he uh, he's like, okay, we're going to do this contest. So I'm like, well, all right, I'll submit an episode. And next thing I know, I'm like, okay. Uh, you know, I, I, it's like I, I hit a home run, but I started on third base because he already <laughs> had the website. He already had the everything set up. So it was just walk in and start going. You know, it's fully furnished room type of thing. So uh, it's almost almost been two years now. Hard to believe, but uh, yeah, I can't believe it's been that long. I know. It's been a long I, time. We're it, getting it, close to episode one fifty. It, it's funny for me because I completely understand because a lot of people are like, well, how do you market your podcast? I was like, step one, find a podcast that someone's already doing. And take it over because that's kind of what I did. So like I haven't had to build it or grow an audience. We have a pretty consistent audience. We have segment submitters like you guys have kind of made what I do relatively easy. I, the, the producing part is not that difficult. So I completely understand where you're coming from on that. <laughs> so I, I think people have a general idea, but how do you get your ideas. I, I, I think we can insinuate that some of them might be taken from some general news items, maybe. maybe. <laughs> panic. <laughs> well, sheer, I mean, sheer panic. Sheer panic. Yeah, I, I will back that up. <laughs> I will admit there, there are weeks where, you know, I, I've always been a news hound. So I, I started reading newspaper when I was a kid and I still do every day. And, and of course, now I surf the web a lot. And so there are some weeks where it's like, OK, that's the story. Like uh, to give you a hint of what next week's story is, a certain, you know, Coca-Cola commercial last week at Super Bowl. You know, that's this week's story because it's just it's there. You know, <laughs> it, it, the story almost writes itself. It's a but soft all just coming at yes, you in slow yes, motion. Coming right across the plate, slow motion. And then there's the weeks where you're just sitting there on Thursday night saying, what the hell am I going to do? Think, 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 please, something. And so far, like my, some somewhere in the depths of my twisted brain, some idea will pop out and I can tease it and spin it into 90 seconds of at least something. But uh, mm -hmm. so there will someday come a day when I'm just going, eh. <laughs> Well, sweet. So uh, I, I don't know, uh, Zod, did we have in mind that we want to kind of go through one person or do we want to like bring uh, Ms. No, Mulgara I, I in? Think, no, I think, yeah, this, this, I was going to say we'll start with one question and then ask all three the one question. And okay. Then the next question, so uh, Ms. Mulgara, what, what, uh, what got you, like, when did you join A? I know, I think we've covered this at the Nerdtacular episode, but that's been, you know, that was 
six months ago. So, uh, so what got you into AIE? <laughs> All of my ideas are good. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I joined AIE. Oh gosh, it's uh, probably three years ago, four years ago, wow. something like that. Um, my my brother-in-law got me into playing WoW uh, one Christmas and. Uh, had sat down. I'd sat down to to play a tune on his his account, and you know, kind of got up seven hours later and went, "Oh, is it supper time? How did how did that happen? Oh, my legs hurt." <laughs> kind of. And uh, I wanted to learn how to play better. I was trying to play with them, uh, my brother and his friends, who had all been playing from from day one, sort of thing. And and um, so I was looking around for a podcast to see if there was. If you're oh, sure, there's got to be a podcast on on World of Warcraft. That's that's. Just, this big famous game that everybody plays and of course there was many and i found the instance oh the instance um, i i've heard of that you know, i think you've heard a... of that i think yeah <laughs> and and actually did right. find the aie podcast after that as well uh but uh you know heard about aie through the instance it sounded like a really fun group of people and and um at the time it was scott and randy still on on the instance and they sounded like they sounded just like regular really nice folks and so hey, sure, I could play with those guys. So checked out AIE, went yeah, great. And uh, Miss Mulgra kind of came about because it's it's actually Buxley's fault. Uh, so you can blame him. <laughs> and uh, that was that was because uh, I I really enjoyed the segments at the end of the show. And and Buxley's was often I think it was the first one usually uh, at that time. Uh, that'd be the leadoff segment, and uh, or it was real close. Uh, so I'd hear it really soon. I always looked forward to it. And then Daryl, the tip giver, mm-hmm. you can blame oh, yes. him too. Uh, and I loved those segments. Um, actually, I loved all the segments. But those those <laughs> two, they, they stopped roughly around the same time. So when Buxley reached the end of his run and uh, Daryl did around the same time, I really, really missed them. Uh, and it, there, was, there wasn't as many really funny, just plain old funny, you know, I don't care about the rules of the game. Uh, type of segments happening at that time, and uh, I started thinking, well, gee, maybe I could do something. So that's where Miss Mulgar came from. She's she's basically the hyacinth bouquet of um, of Azeroth. Yes, the hyacinth bouquet surrounded by nice. wasps, perhaps. So and and Buxley, yeah, I, as as Miss Mulgra said, you were one of the reasons I started doing the raid wrap up. Like I was thinking, oh hey, we could totally do a sports center style thing because it. Would, I mean, you were coming up with stuff off the cuff, insofar as I could tell. So how did you get started in AIE? How did you get started just uh, in general? Well, I was actually playing World of Warcraft on another server, as they say, in a in a different faction. As they say, <laughs> no. And, and no, I started, no, I'm playing a normal. I, I, I don't know what I'll do. No, 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 no. A dwarf. Um, but uh, I uh, started listening to the instance because one of my friends uh, was uh, playing World of Warcraft, and he said, "You really got to listen to this." And uh, I joined AIE back in June of 2008, and. Uh, I think in uh, August of 2008, I started doing Ask Buxley. That was instance 116. Wow. And I, I did a hundred. You're like old school. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I did 110 episodes of that. And that Is that counting all the ones you did really quick to, to catch up to the anniversary episode? That one show? Well, um. I, I, I pretty <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, I know I did some segments that made it into uh, during the during uh, BlizzCon when Randy was giving reports about every day. I did a bunch right then, like one right after the other. But I think I did 110 total, and that ended in uh, 2011. And I just recently started again because of that. I had the itch again to do it. I must say, by the way, there was a, a an outcry when Buxley stopped doing Ask Buxley. Oh, I know, I we know. We took over Kickstarter to try to get him to start again. <laughs> Except no, Kickstarter didn't exist at all during yeah, that that's, that's how mad we were. Um, we invented Kickstarter to get him to come back. My segment premiered the week after Buxley stopped, and I got a couple accusations um, thrown at me. What, you trying to replace Buxley? It's like, 
Oh, jeez. No. How could? Though. Yeah, I, I'm doing something entirely different, and I'm like, nobody could replace Buxley. I'm telling you about pets. pets. Yeah, that's. I mean, <laughs> Buxley, I'm sure has had an episode or two that has covered some pet topics, but I don't believe it was going for the same sort of audience. So yes, yeah. completely different. Uh, completely yeah, different. They were like, oh, so what? You're trying to take over Buxley? I'm like. No one could take over Buxley. What are you even saying? But no, you I do. I, I, so you want to hear something interesting here? I, I just have to make this official. Daryl's done this too. But Daryl and I are not the same person. <laughs> well, I've never seen you in the same room together. To be fair, oh! you did do a podcast together, which I was also very right. sad stopped. Because I had no idea that people could be the, the popcorn episode that you guys did. I was like, Oh my God, people that are as passionate. Like, and so I bought a whirly pop. I like went through. So no, like you have fans, like worry not that, uh, I was very sad that stopped, but I understand it becomes very hard to pick a new, completely random topic every week and wax nerdy about it. That's basically what yeah. you guys were doing, and that that kind of becomes untenable at some point. <laughs> yeah, it, it was tough. We enjoyed doing it a lot, but uh, you know, it just got to the point where it was it was a little bit tough about what to do, and uh, but we enjoyed doing it. And but like I said, Daryl and I are not the same people. Daryl <laughs> is a great guy. You know, he did he did a zillion zillion ep- episodes of of um, the Tip Givers Tip of the Week. And he's carried that on very well in uh, the morning stream doing the Chuck Dirt trivia. Yes. Mm-hmm. His so, record is hat, way better hat, than mine is. So that's... <laughs> hat, 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 to, hat tip to him. He is the reason I started doing Ask Buxley back then. I have to admit, I was so excited to hear that Buxley was going to come back and do a segment. That the, this would definitely be a Miss Mulgrew dream that she'd get to have a segment on the same show as one of the people who inspired her segment. Yeah, oh. it, it's all sort of a recursive thing. It's it's hilarious because I still remember I having met Miss Mulgrew previously at you know many Nerdtaculars before, and you got up at last Nerdtacular to ask a question, and Tom Merritt went. Oh my God, you're Miss Mulgrew? I love that segment. I was like, her day and week and month has been made. Like, I. I, I, I oh, yeah. So I it's. I'm still bummed I couldn't be at Nertacular this past year. Yeah, well, it, it, and it's so I. But it, it was just the whole thing of. I started, like, I did the raid wrap up because of your guys' segments and because uh, Scott and Randy had such a ridiculous rapport. Like, I could not believe they did not know each other for so many years. That I knew that it's like, no, I want to contribute to this. And my segment was a little long form for the instance. So that never happened. But I I completely understand how one segment begat another, begat another. And, you know, pretty soon we have a full show that we can do segments about. So I'm really, really thrilled that 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 sort of thing happens in this community, especially in AIE. Oh, well, yeah. Like I've said before, on the record, Accuzad's the reason why I do Eludra's Pets. And then he got, he asked me to be on the AIE podcast, and it's just crazy. I'm only on this because Gomez asked me to, so. <laughs> <laughs> it all goes around in circles. Well, it really does. It does. To, to, to be fair, right. it's because everyone else abandoned me, and I needed some help, but <laughs> I knew Zod was really good, so I was like, Zod, you can help. So, yeah, that, <laughs> that was a scary time for me that they, I got an oh, email saying, so we're all quitting. Do you want to be the host? And so th- <laughs> thankfully, Dill stuck around for a transitionary period. So it was not me completely having to take over all on my own all at once. So that I was very, you know, very thankful that Dill stuck around for six months or so while we sort of sorted things out. So I'm, I'm very I'm very happy with the current state of things, though. So that's like the uh, the podcast equivalent of going, oh, I don't like this. Do you want it? <laughs> that, it might have been, but I was like, Let's I love it. it. <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah, he'll do oh. anything. Oh. He'll host anything. You know, it doesn't matter because we're here now, and I love doing this, like I said at the top of the show. Oh, yeah. If I miss the show, I'm all bummed for the rest of the week. And so, yeah, 
I love doing it. You guys love doing it. So it worked out fine. You think as cooties, well, we'll make it better. <laughs> and then you'll be all jealous. So, so we, we did find out from Hunt. He, he's kind of a news hound and gets his stuff. But so Buxley, we'll ask you first, where do you get your ideas from? Because those are, wow, they're kind of like out of left field. I don't know where these things come from. I'm very curious as to where you draw inspiration other than it being Thursday night and you're going, oh my God, I need an idea. And you, well, you there know, is, have to there is a lot of that. <laughs> there, there is a lot of that. Uh, so I'll back Miss Mulgrew up on that totally. Um, but the, basically anything, anytime something strikes me funny or odd in the game, for example, people dancing on mailboxes, or all of a sudden you getting a, you getting a buff out of nowhere, or things like that, or just seeing strange strange things in the game, or if something really bugs me a lot, then I'll try and use it as a as a topic and try and write something about that. And um, all right, I'll keep my pets out of your house. <laughs> <laughs> and and, ba- and basically. I don't know if you'd actually believe this, but I usually take whatever, at least for the Ask Buxley segments, what I would do is I would I would start with a question like that and then do that. what I can only describe as improvisational writing um, and just write straight through until I'm done. And then basically that would be the segment. I wouldn't, wow. I, I, would, I would go back and, and change a few things. I have a good friend of mine uh, who's in the chat room, Felpaw. He plays uh, Evandros and Felpaw in AIE. Um, I would I would send those to him because he and I have uh, collaborate. He's he's been my kind of sounding board for a lot of the humor stuff I've written even before I started doing S. Buxley, and uh, and he would he's the perfect person to do this because he will tell me exactly what he thinks is wrong or what needs to be fixed. And I'll he's go ever back told you like, man, you suck. You can't quit doing this. <laughs> Real like, don't quit your day job. There's why always that think, application. Why do you think that's Buxley ended, guys? <laughs> so yeah, have There's you always... have you ever submitted something to him and he was like, uh, yes. Like, in fact, okay. the, very, the the segment you've got this week is completely changed because what he said. Okay, so we well, got the we got the improved one. one then. Yes, get the improved one. Okay, okay. So, we need like bootleg copies yes, of his outfit. I think that's the first time that's ever happened. But basically, it was because I went out of character too much and oh, went okay. into the real world more than I did in the World of Warcraft. And he kind of said, "You know, you really need to bring that back in." So bring I, I do appreciate that kind of feedback because I'll tell you what: trying to write to a, a brick wall and not have anybody give you feedback beforehand is really, really tough. Yeah. Hey, are we criticizing Eludra here because? What? <laughs> I think you're reading into things, Aludra, a little bit here. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just trying to start drama. You know, we've got all these segment producers here. We could have like this, this newscast. No, we can't. But it'd be funny. Well, we have done that, as you recall. Yes, yeah, so I've actually pulled a lot of segment people straight. So I recall a young pet podcaster emailed me and said, "Is this okay? Does this sound good? How's this sound?" And then he threatened to put it on the show without me even editing it. That was perfect, Jared. It didn't have a soundtrack. Oh, so wide. So, uh, Miss Mogra, um, I I really do appreciate in your segment that you always give credit where credit is due. Like if someone emails you something that you are able to create a show from, there are not there are not a lot of people that would acknowledge, oh, this was someone else's idea. I just ran with it. Is that mainly where you get your ideas from or do you pull a lot of things just from sort of as Buckley said, something that annoys you or something you find amusing, that sort of thing? Uh, yeah, mo- most of my crazy ideas actually come uh, out of my, my head. So I always say it would be a scary place to... <laughs> I'm glad no one else has to go in there except me. Um, but uh, but every once in a while, either it just seems like a good time because I haven't done it for a while, or I'll see somebody will put something out on Twitter and and I go, oh yeah, that looks pretty cool. So actually, this week's segment is was uh, a question that came from someone else on Twitter, and you'll uh, you'll get to hear that. Um, and it just it just made sense to me to to credit people. You know, if they if they if someone else comes up with a good idea. Uh, you know, you give them credit. You don't. You don't just make mm-hmm. like it was your own, all your own stuff. Um, and it, it's interesting what Buxley was saying about 
you know, making your making sure your character kind of stays in character. And, and I've been lucky with Miss Mulgra, actually. I've taken one of the things that's happened a couple of times when, you know, maybe I wasn't really sure what I was going to do with something. I've, I actually sort of wandered off into the real world. And there's been a couple of times uh, where, ask Miss Mulgra, you're not really sure if I'm talking about the real world or am I talking about Azeroth? <laughs> Yeah, um, Hans wouldn't know anything about that at all. No, nothing at all. Yeah. And and it's nice to actually have that to that flexibility to be able to kind of wander back and forth between um between spaces and not not worry too much. People people are, are really great about you know, you've set this this little little segment world up for them and they're willing to follow you to to another place. And and so that opens up the ideas as well, which is really great. Um, and sometimes, as Buckley says, it's just, you know, oh, jeez, uh, I don't have an idea. Let's go see what's on uh, uh, WoW Insider this week. And, mm -hmm. and, I can probably uh, okay, well, come up with a, something. <laughs> yeah, here's a little something, and I, and I just start writing, and, and I have yet to not have something come out. So I'm... I'm, oh yeah, I'm very you, fortunate that way. You, you and Hunt, I will definitely say, are our two most regular segment submitters. Like, I'm always surprised when I see an email from either of you saying, "Oh, sorry, I was moving." Or something to that effect. It's like, well, of course you're not going to do a segment this week. But so, and, and and Buxley obviously was in the past, but you took a long break. But now we're very, very happy to have uh, to have Buxley back. So I I wanted to ask, so Hunt, um, let's say you're a person who's an AIE. What is the one thing that you would have people keep in mind when trying to create a segment? Because it, it, to me, my suggestion is always, if you can write five of them out, you have a recurring segment idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, true. No, good. Finish. finish no, that. no. It's, so it's, to me, if, you, if, if you've got the written part done, the technical part can be overcome. Like if you don't know how to make a segment, that's the easiest part to figure out how to do. The, the writing for me is definitely the most difficult part of, you know, creating a segment. Yeah, it, it definitely is. It helps to have, you know, the foundation of it is an idea that you can flesh out into something that will be long running. You know, it, it's one thing to have a great idea, but if, if it can produce at most, you know, five or ten uh, segments out of it, then you're like, okay, well, what do I do after that? And, you know, you don't have to plan out the next hundred segments, but you want to have something that you know you can get continuing inspiration from because, mm -hmm. you know, the, the last thing you want to do is is go through all the effort to get it all set up. And then you realize, uh, you know, a few segments in, oh, I guess this is going to be a segment fade because I've just run out of things to say. So, you know, give it, give it some thought and figure out what you want to, you know, come up with a topic that, that you think you can build off of. And then, you know, try to, if you can, get a few segments under your belt and, and, and get, a, uh, get some ideas built up so that if you do have a dry week, you, you have a, a reserve to fall back on, sort of a rainy day fund. Yeah, no, that's definitely. So, so Buxley, what, what would you suggest as just a good, a good suggestion to have or something that people should keep in mind when creating a segment? Because I think everyone here can, uh, we've all made segments in the past. I think everyone here can suggest something uh, useful. Well, uh, the, the thing that Hunt said is really important because having something that's very open-ended and, and uh, believe it or not, I actually felt uh, a little closed in by some of the Ask Buxley things since they were always a question. So the reason mm -hmm. Buxley's journal is the way it is is because I can do that and I can do little, you know, skits and things like that. Uh, and it makes it a lot easier. But the thing I would really emphasize most of all is that if you think you've got a good idea for a segment and you can, and it's long running, do it, submit it, and keep doing it despite the lack of feedback. Oh, get. yes. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, wow. because you will not, <laughs> I promise you, no matter how famous you think one of the segment producers is, I promise you, <laughs> they do not get as much email as you think they do. You yeah. might, you might, you can, you can, you can, you can say hello to them in, in guild chat. And that's great. If you, if you tell them that you like their segment, that's oh, really, yeah. really important. It's like little nuggets of gold. Yeah. It really is. And it's so awesome. Whenever you get one of those whispers, it really, it perks up your whole evening. 
And you're like, yay, somebody likes it. And in my case lately, it's somebody remembers I'd like, I'd be making these if I could. <laughs> I have to admit, actually, I'll jump into the um, Shady Tavern and invent. And, and almost without fail, somebody will go, that is AccuZod. <laughs> and, and then they wonder why I'm worth quiet. a billion dollars sometimes. <laughs> Then they wonder why yeah. I'm quiet for a solid three minutes is because I can't stop grinning to talk. <laughs> yeah. Because it just tickles me My so much. My face hurts. <laughs> I usually get the, uh, you sound really familiar, but I can't really place you. <laughs> you just have to do the thrum crawl. That, uh, that does it every time. Yeah, that gives it away. It's, but, uh, it's, I'd also it's, say, oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, it's just, it's just so, so important. And I will own up to this right now. I got three emails in all the time that I did ask Buxley. Wow. You're kidding. Great. <laughs> wow. Wow. Kudos, wow. sir, for soldiering on because that was a fantastic. You had to have gotten a lot of comments in WoW, though, because I in know WoW, I gave you I, at least one. <laughs> in so. WoW, in WoW, I would get, uh, I, in fact, I got, I got a lot in WoW. And in fact, over the last uh, few years that I wasn't doing the segment, I would still get people saying that they enjoyed it and, and was were sad that it was gone. Okay, I'm sorry that I was bugging you. <laughs> <laughs> bugging equals stalking. So, so what I'm saying, so what I'm saying here, if you enjoy a segment on any podcast that you listen to, whether it's this one, the instance, or anything else, please, please, please give those people feedback because it makes them, it, it's they're like packlets. It's what makes them go. <laughs> it's, we look for things, things to make us go. Cosmic in the chat room, Wanda. Uh, oh, sorry. I'd say Kosrick in the chat room also gives a shout out saying y'all are amazing for coming up with new and entertaining stuff week after week. And I have to agree with them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I I would also say though, uh, for anyone who's, who's wanting to start something up or thinking about it, um, sometimes the feedback you get is not what I would call the most productive feedback or no. the kindest feedback. Yeah. And one thing that you do need to do is, is, develop a little bit of a thick skin because sometimes the people who will first say something to you or, or most loudly say something to you are the people who love that internet anonymity and, and like to troll. And yep. I, I know I had that experience actually uh, at the beginning. I had uh, a couple of people leave me comments and on, my, on the blog and uh, I really thought about whether I should continue or not, and I wondered if, if what I was doing was, was even funnier, if it was just funny to me. And, and uh, I met um, uh, uh, one of the, uh, a young, young lady at the second Nerdtacular I was at who came up to me. She was very shy, and she knew that I did Ask Miss Mulgrew, and she wanted to meet me because I did Ask Miss Mulgrew, and I did the voice for her, and she was over the moon and I'll tell you that 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 will keep me going for another hundred episodes easily she, mm -hmm. she was not as over the moon as you were but you were trying to contain right. that to look yeah. you know professional and, and like. it's like playing golf you know you can hit 99 shots into the rough or into the water but every so often and you're always saying why do I keep playing this bleepity bleep game? And then every so often you hit that sweet drive right down the middle of the fairway and you say, okay, that'll keep me going for a while longer. I will say, I will say one of the emails I got was a hate mail. So out of oh, the three, out yeah. of three? Hate. what? Oh, yes. Man. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty brutal. Hey, wow. <laughs> oh, the internet. You're <laughs> cause yeah. The internet. They, you're so naughty. That, that, yeah, that, that is. And, and yeah. I, I just to not, sort of belabor what Buxley said, uh, podcasting and segment producing in general, you are submitting into a black hole. So mm -hmm. if, if like, yeah. I, I know how many people download the show every week. I get, I get those numbers. We don't hear a lot of feedback. Uh, I don't, I, I know from my raid team that for a long time I was repeating a word over and over, essentially, is the word that, that was like the ding, they were making tick marks on there, as I was explaining boss fights. Was it drinking drinking games? So, <laughs> yeah, well, no, I think there would have been unconsciousness and death if that would have been the case. So, <laughs> right. I, so I could have spun that into a segment. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's, it's the whole thing of... If you if you like something that someone is doing, let them know. If you have constructive feedback, let them know. Like there have been a couple segments that people have submitted that I I have to let them know. 
It's really good, but you are using lyrical music. Lyrical music, while you are talking in the background, is like two people talking at the same time. So th- mm-hmm. that's that's a tip. Use instrumental music when at all possible because it, it just competes with what you're trying to get across. It's it's a really simple thing that most people don't think about, but it is something that comes across very, very, like it's very obvious when you're listening to a segment that has lyrical music going. So it, it's stuff like that that people don't really think about, but is a really helpful tip if you're trying to start a segment. Yeah, speaking of that, I'll, I'll go ahead and speak, I think, for all of us and say if anybody out there is thinking about making a segment or even a full podcast, please feel free to email us and say, hey, how does this sound? What do you think? And, uh, here's my storyline. What do you think? All of us know what it's like to sit there at episode yes. one trying to figure out what we're doing and having some sort of feedback would be great saying, somebody, just give me some little guidance. All but of us beware. can tell you how to do it all. Beware sending it to Zod because Zod will say, oh, this is great. I'm going to throw it on the next show if you just don't. <laughs> and and then you're sitting there in the AIE podcast chat room, just like you guys are now, and you're throwing a panic attack because you haven't found that perfect non-lyrical music or found a way to introduce yourself that you didn't sound like Zuko going, uh, yeah, hi, uh, and awkward. So, yeah, Zod, maybe you could, I don't know, ease up on them. You know, I <laughs> will not automatically publish any one segment. I'll let Gomez do that. Oh, okay. yeah. Clearly, I just have a filter that... Well, I mean, as an example, I I started with the AIE raid wrap-up on episode one, and then on episode 25, Coltrane joined. You can easily imagine the Ooh. gap that was between episode one and between episode 25. So, it's... Trust me, I, occasionally you will get blown away by something and collaborate. Collaborating is really fun. Sometimes it can cause stress because your deadlines are not the same as other people's deadlines. But yes, it, I know, it, I know. I got the show notes done. <laughs> no, no, no. It's I. I, I <laughs> come on now. That's Let exactly what out. he's talking about. Yes, I, I don't blame him. I, I think I think we have I think we have reached a good synergy now in the in the show production here. I think I think we have reached, but it's there's there's a whole lot of content out there. Coming up with something I I realize is difficult. We all realize it's difficult. But if you have an idea, if you have an idea that you think you can sustain for five or ten episodes, get it out there. Get it recorded. We will give you feedback if if it's at all possible for us to do so. You know, I have to say, if you can only do five episodes, do five episodes. That'll get your experience going. And maybe you'll mm-hmm. say, you know what? That may have come to an end, but now I've got an idea and now I know what I'm doing. Very much so. Very, very much so. So um, I, uh, I'm i not sure. Um, at this point, Buxley, where can people find what you're currently doing on the uh, on the internet or on the webs? As Series of tubes. <laughs> Well, well, uh, mostly, mostly I'm on Twitter at Ask Buxley. Um, you can actually listen to the old Ask Buxley segments if you want to uh, find those at uh, www.askbuxley.com. I actually had another podcast of my own that most people don't know about called The Buxley Show that got zero feedback. No, I, I take that back. It got a little bit of feedback at the beginning. Uh, and I did about four or five shows of that, um, uh, basically little skits and, and uh, that's at the Buxley show.com. And, uh, I have a Facebook page called the Buxley show.com, uh, Buxley show also. Um, other than that, I'm, uh, not wow related by work on, uh, iPhone apps. And actually, I actually wrote the, uh, Roku frog pants app. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Right before Akizad. <laughs> I'm about to publish his app and suddenly, bing, there's one. I'm like, hey, where did this one come from? <laughs> oh, man. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> I'm just mad because his was better than mine. <laughs> okay. Um, and so, Miss Mogra, where can we find your information uh, as it pertains to the internet or web? Uh, on the web, well, you can find me at um, Miss Mulgra dot com or is it ask miss dot com i suppose i should know these things shouldn't i <laughs> <laughs> i think it's, it's miss dot com 
Uh, it's the twi my Twitter handle is at, at Miss Mulgra. And uh, for those who, who don't like spelling, Mulgra is M-U-L-G-R-A. I've been asked about that once, and I think I even, I even did a uh, segment once about spelling. Cause How else that was, again, would an it idea be spelled? I, that's, that's pretty phonetic uh -huh. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, but you never know if it's actually spelled phonetically. Oh, okay. That's, that's know, true. That's a, true. It could have some H's and yeah, two L's and a G-A. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so yeah, Twitter's the best best place to find find Miss Mulgren, and um, uh, at the end of a couple of your favorite podcasts. Okay, and uh, Hunts, uh, where can people find what you are currently doing? Follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind, or check out the archives at overlydramaticnews.com. Show off. He's <laughs> hit the button. I saw him hit a button. He was just he ready was for the button move. He was lip syncing. Lip syncing. <laughs> yeah, I, I have that. I have that drop right here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much the the best two ways to find me. I need to get caught up on on the ODN website archive. I've been falling behind a bit. Things have been busy, but this weekend for sure I'll get it all caught up. And so it, see that see. that's a guarantee. We get to call him out if he doesn't get it up after this yeah, weekend. Now, now I've 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 done it to myself. I, I <laughs> uh -huh. Promises that the I must whole keep. internet. You, you called out yourself, as far as I'm concerned. So. I, know. <laughs> I know. Well, it gives me some self incentive to get it uh, accomplished. Yes. I mean, I'm a meteorologist. I, I I'm used to having my promises go unfulfilled. So. You know, <laughs> So I, I have to ask, is, is California like the most cushy meteorologist like market? Like if you can get a job in California, you're set or well, is that... it, it, there's there's a balance there because since it isn't as as weather driven a market for meteorologists, it's more personality driven. So oh. the, the, the big problem in the, in the news business is, you know, it's it's not what you know necessarily. You know, you can be a great communicator, you can be a great meteorologist, but if the, a new news director comes in and says, you know, you're just not what I'm looking for, you're out the door, and that's just okay. the process. Okay, so. fair enough, fair mm -hmm. enough. Glad my wife doesn't feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not as handsome as I think you should be. <laughs> oh. We decided to move in a different direction. Yeah. It's not you with us. <laughs> How you can transmogrify. <laughs> well, I'll transmog, dear. I promise. So dude, that's okay. Human transmog is just going into your closet and changing your shirt, dude. Uh, I mean, seriously. Fair I'll enough. Put or new on. hat. You know, like a, any sort of thing. So that's our show for this evening. We want to thank Miss Mulgra, Buxley, and Hunts the Wind for joining us and all the wonderful goodness they add to every week's show. We also want to uh, give thanks to all of our other segment producers. Chances are. You're going to be contacted at some point in the future to be on the show. So One while you still can. Yeah. <laughs> we, we hope to get in a couple more on future episodes. Next week, we'll be chatting with the folks. They got bumped because we did not actually have a show. Uh, the AIE Nomads. So the people that migrate from game to game, we will be having them on next show. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned as we've got a full ride of guess what AIE member segments coming right up, <laughs> including overly dramatic news. Mega Minute, Asmus Mulgra, Much Lesser Known Shaws, and Buxley's Journal. Okay, I demand that they actually do their segments right now. <laughs> right. How well do you I remember right. what you recorded this week? <laughs> I bet you they could all do it too. Yeah, they I'll probably drop, could. Boom, drop right into it. I can okay. tell you about etiquette if you have a question. <laughs> we say we'll do a call-in show. You can yeah. ask Buxley, ask Miss Mulgra. Go ahead, okay. make my Buxley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but before we get to those goodies, let's give give you our down low on our 411 and our info. I have no idea what I just said. Sorry. Me either. If you need to reach us, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. On Twitter, you can follow us. The show is at AIE Podcast. Gomez is at Show Not Found. I am at Accusad. And the Ludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. And that's a little line thingy. You don't actually type out underscore. It doesn't work. Yeah, that's, oh that's too gosh. long for a Twitter name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, we record live with video every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's 6 p.m. Pacific for you West Coasters. You can join the chat room and play along with us, or you can catch our past shows on our website at theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. We need to have him on the show sometime. Oh, too. that's um, a good idea. 
can follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. Uh, news gathering by me, Accusad. Guest range, uh, wrangling and ranging, arranging, wrangling, wrangling, ranging by Aludra. <laughs> wrangling by Aludra. And show production by Gomez. mishap makes for massive Moonglade mess. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. The Lunar Festival is the biggest event of the year for the Druids of Moonglade, with thousands of tourists pouring in to party and pay their respects to the two-headed beast Omen. But the entire zone ground to a halt when gnomish frost mage Glasto Sleetsprocket tried to use his latest invention, the Chill Blaster 3000. It was supposed to take his blizzard spell and focus it into a koozie for his bottle of wheatberry ale. But Glasto installed the power mechanism upside down, so instead of focusing the spell, it magnified it a thousandfold, instantly covering all of Moonglade in two inches of ice and freezing everyone solidly to the ground. For the past two days, Moonglade has been totally gridlocked. Relief efforts are underway. A shipment of core hounds to help melt the ice should be arriving later today. The Weather Channel is calling the disaster Winterstorm Garage and went as far as to preempt one of their reality shows to provide extended coverage. As for Sleet Sprocket, we must sadly report that he found himself trapped within the reach of two orc revelers taking a break from the Siege of Orgrimmar. So here's to you, Glasto Sleet Sprocket. You were a talented mage, a not-so-talented engineer, and according to the orcs, a tasty frozen meal. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Megacode, a mini-cast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I give a brief synopsis on the spoils of Pandaria Encounter. From the Siege of Orgrimmar Raid, this fight requires two tanks and two to six healers depending on your raid difficulty. I find this fight very fun, dynamic, and easy to heal through with use of the selfless healer talent and rotation of cooldowns. I will not go into the detail of which crates to open, but instead give a brief description on healing the Manted and Mogu rooms. So we split our raid into two groups with three healers on one tank. Like always, I keep my beacon on the tank that I'm assigned to and heal the raid by using of my AoE splash heals and mastery bubbles by using the talent Selfless Healer. I don't find myself having to directly heal the tank often, and when they do take major damage, it's nothing a Hand of Sacrifice can't help mitigate. So on the Mogu side, three add abilities that I felt need some mentioning are Sparks of Life, Torment, and Matter Scramble. Sparks of Life deal pulsing shadow damage which is easily healed through. Simply move out of their range to reduce the damage. Torment puts a dot which deals shadow damage which progressively gets worse. Dispel when the damage seems to get too high. Meta Scramble places two red beams of light on the ground. Make sure yourself and one other person are in them so that when you're swapped, no one takes damage. If you miss the swap by not having anyone in them, expect heavy raid-wide damage. So on the Mantid side, the abilities to be mindful for are Path of Blossoms, Gusting Crane Kick, and Set to Blow. Path of Blossoms is a fiery trail of blossoms left on the ground by an add, and if you're within 3 yards of, can stun and explode causing moderate raid damage. Gusting Crane Kick is a spin attack that an add does which draws you in causing tons of physical damage. Speed of Light is perfect for dodging this attack, and Hand of Protection can be used to mitigate damage to any players affected by this ability. Speaking of Speed of Light, if you get set to blow on you, which is a ticking time bomb debuff, simply run out of the raid to an area not occupied, wait until 4 seconds are left for it to blow, then pop your Divine Shield. Not only does this prevent you from taking damage, but it'll prevent you from having to drop the bomb onto the ground. Now all you have to do next is pop Speed of Light to get your butt back into the game. So as you can see, very simple fun fight where all you have to do is focus your attention to a few abilities, stay out of the bad, and you'll easily heal through all the damage. Now I can't stress how important it is to use your cooldowns and hand spells. It'll really make your job of healing much easier. So I hope this helps out and good luck. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Thrumka and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra. 
your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, how do I tell my raiding partner his gear is lame without hurting his feelings? This sounds like a two-part question. First, what in the name of Doomhammer is your raid partner doing wearing gold lame to a raid? He had better be at least a warlock if he is going to go out in that getup. And everyone knows that only blood elves can carry off gold lame properly. Do not let any blood elf hunters tell you different. What? Oh, his gear is lame. Ah, well, that is because he should have reforged all his feelings into useful stats, like agility or int or crit. Feelings in a raid are about as useful as mastery. I am Miss Belgra, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Belgra on Twitter, or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Thanks to Nedrick for this week's question. Greetings. This is Rastlin, presenting another installment of our ongoing informational series, Other, Much Lesser Known Shaws of Pandaria. Tonight, the Shaw of Narcissism. This Shaw lives in a glittering cavern, the center of which holds a pool of perfectly still, clear, pure water. During the fight, the Shah will cast a series of spells on itself to continually make it stronger, quicker, more powerful, and, oh yes, even so better looking. Fortunately, these same spells are cast on the heroes as well, allowing them to match the Shah in strength, speed, beauty, and, oh yes, sheer, self-centered awesomeness. The victory goes to whichever side can resist the longest, admiring their now perfect visage in the central pool. Should the party prevail, they are awarded a large chest containing an ornate mirror, with which they can gaze lovingly upon their self-perceived beautiful selves. Oh yes, even the Forsaken. We now return to your regularly scheduled raid run, already in progress. Go ahead. Make my Buxley. Welcome to Buxley's Journal. When you yell at people in battlegrounds, people ignore you. When people ignore you, you repeatedly try and prove everyone wrong. When you repeatedly try and prove everyone wrong, you have high repair bills. When you have high repair bills, you run out of money. When you run out of money, your armor is unrepairable. When your armor is unrepairable, you want to get better gear. When you want to get better gear... You enter a raid wearing the last thing you have. When you enter a raid with the last thing you have, everyone else leaves the raid. When everyone else leaves the raid, you're left to solo Garrosh wearing only your Lederhosen. Don't be left to solo Garrosh wearing only your Lederhosen. Be nice to people in Battlegrounds. You'll be glad you did. If you'd like to see what I'm up to, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. Until next time, AIE, this is Gomez. This is Aludra. And this is Accuzad. And this has been the AIE Podcast. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.